Hello everyone, welcome to Small Biz Tips. So about three months ago, um, we had lunch at a Cuban spot. That's when my first time meeting you and your husband, David. It was amazing. <laughs> and I wanted to kind of learn more about everything that you're doing uh, with your communities, with your business. So I had to bring it on, guys. Everyone, please meet Dion. What's up? I'm great. What's going on? <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Thank you for jumping on. Really appreciate you. Um, can't wait for you to share some of these gems and everything you got going on. But before we get to that, who is Dion? Wow, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I am a, a, a child of God. Mm. Um, I am a mother. Uh -huh. I am a wife. Nice. I am a leader. And okay. Um, I'm really taking that. I'm very, I'm a purpose-driven leader. And I think I'll qualify that. Mm. So I really, I'm, I really um, pride myself on that, if you will. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm a coach now. I'm actually a life and leadership coach. Nice. Uh, behind every coach, there's one heck of a story, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear that story. <laughs> yeah. So actually, my, my first chapter was in fashion. That was the dream. Yeah. yeah I came from a small town in Canada, Ottawa, Ontario, wow. with the dream, yep, to work on Fifth Ave and work in fashion. And I did that for over 20 years. Congrats. I got to some of the most beautiful places. I did work in women's luxury fashion, um, European brands. So I got nice. to fly to Paris and Germany and Italy and all the most beautiful places in, in, in America, in North America, actually. Wow. Um, it just, you know, it came up to a point in my life. Um, I was 40. I was mm. a single mom at the time okay. in this 20 year singular career. And I just felt there was more I was mm. supposed to do. There was something tugging at me. It couldn't just be, you know, one more dress or one more, you know, showroom. It, there was something more for me to do. Yeah. I thought I was going to be a kindergarten school teacher. Really? Um, <laughs> my son was that age, you know, when they were a sponge. Um, <laughs> And interestingly enough, right around that time, my son's father asked me to launch a financial literacy youth program. Okay. Like, wow. But I'll put this piece in. This is this is the twist. Yeah. X at this point. Oh, wow. We see how this ties in later to where my- Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got to get all the pizza on Has refined, yeah. But um, I'm like, wow, it's still empowering and educating, educating the next generation- just in a different way. And don't forget, I have no finance background. Like that's not, you know, I was a fashion girl, um, but I actually ended up saying yes. Okay. And we launched a financial literacy youth program called Financially Clean. We've wow. touched thousands of young people in schools and youth organizations. Uh, then from that, a five-star five rated podcast was born. I'm not oh, sure what? if you heard of it called uh, Two Black Guys with Good Credit. I have. <laughs> yeah, I was the lady with the facts, you know, wow, that's that's awesome. like five years. Isn't that cool? So now that's we're awesome. thousands around, you know, North America. But I'm like, mm, this is still not my thing. This is his thing. I feel like I, I helped build out his dream, but I still haven't yeah. found, even though I'm using my voice, I'm empowering yeah. all the things. It's still not my dream. So I continued my search. Okay. And it's funny. It's when I met my hus now husband. Okay. <laughs> I just hired a coach. Wow. Let me sit in on his meet on his sessions. I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. You know, just being a fly on the wall. And so when 
his coach had posted for new registrants for the program, mm -hmm. I went for it. And even at that time, I didn't think I was going to be a coach, but here I am. Yeah. So now I'm a life and leadership coach. Um, okay. Started out, you know, working with particularly just working moms, women, you can imagine where that was inspired from. The company's called Live Your Best Life for You, you know? Okay. I like that. That's a cool name. Not from a selfish place, but it's about yeah. how can we make room, you know, yeah. for our purpose, our light, you know, because um, we're giving as mothers, you know, we're as yeah. women we're giving. How do we also make sure that we're taking care of ourselves? Mm -hmm. uh, from that now, I've also expanded into executive leadership coaching. Nice. Uh, and uh, my journey's evolved. And now I'm seeing how all the dots are connecting. Yeah. Because by me choosing to forgive my son's father, who mm. sadly had to break up after 17 years. We were college sweethearts uh, mm. due to infidelity. You know? Oh, wow. Um, but me choosing to forgive and, you know, even launch this program with him. Yeah. We were able to heal, rewrite our legacy, touch and, you know, put good into the world. Our son yeah. would come and see us teaching classes and giving back. Uh, we took family trips together. Uh, we took my son, we just flew him off to college last year together and got him settled into that's amazing. Right? So we did it, you know, because I was committed. I was, you know, I believe forgiveness was the way if we were gonna have a healthy, you know, loving mm -hmm. co-parent relationship. But look at how much, you know, came out yeah. of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got so much to ask. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go back. So I'm also from, I'm from the Caribbean. I'm from Haiti, right? So I, when I first came to the States, I had a little bit different mindset. I'm curious, what was your mindset coming from a small town in Canada to New York City, right? Because New York City is, you know, the big apple, the big time. W what was that back then? <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it was, I was fearless then. I literally, I graduated on, on let's say, June 29th, and I was on that train to New York City <laughs> the next day. And I'm wow. my family's also from the Caribbean, raised by a single mom. Yeah. And I'm happy to say she never held me back. She never That's projected her fear. She encouraged me. So I think that helped. Mm. Um, I did have family. I'm, I'm, if you're familiar with New York and Caribbean yeah. people, I started East Flatbush with my <laughs> on Utica. <laughs> And Linden, okay? And <laughs> in the heart of it. Caribbean Street. I... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I just went there wide-eyed with a belief. Now, it was not a straight line. So I want to give that to everyone who maybe yes. thinks taking, you know, on that verge of taking that leap. It was not a straight line. So stay open. Have a very fixed, you know, have your goal, but also leave room because yeah. my first position, I don't remember when yeah. you the classifieds remember that i don't know if you're probably too yeah young. yeah like um kind of you know <laughs> i'm dating myself but um i saw an ad for fashion assistant so oh. i make the call all right or maybe i faxed i might have even faxed my resume oh, man that is a while ago <laughs> and turns out it was a recruiting firm okay. specializing in the fashion industry Wow. Especially in Trump Tower, which was a big deal back then, walking into those marble brass doors, yeah. you're like, you know, 20s. Um, so that was cool. Um, and I actually took the job, started out as an, a researcher, so assisting the uh, recruiters. Okay. But it gave me a wealth of knowledge and information. So when I mm -hmm. was ready to make my move, you see where yeah. I'm going? With it? 
yeah, I yeah, knew yeah, yeah. great publications to read because eventually I got even promoted to re recruiter. Even though I hated what I do, I knew I wasn't staying. But <laughs> while I was there, you know, still operating that spirit of excellence and just gaining as much knowledge. Yeah, knowledge, exactly. You know, interview skills, what they look for in a resume, what companies, mm -hmm. you know, are worthwhile working. I used that time to really strategize and then make my move into fashion. That's amazing. You know? so just stay open and, you know, network, gain the skills. Yeah. So when you are ready. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now uh, what was your biggest takeaway at that job? I know even though you hated it, like what was that big thing that you're like, okay, I, you know, I got that from there. Sure. I think the most, uh, the, the biggest eye opener was the fact, even that no one knew. Mm. I didn't. I Say still, that no one knew I hated my job. Wow. I went in there, like I said, with this spirit of excellence and professionalism and commitment. Mm. And that's why I got promoted. And guess mm. what? It didn't stop there. Then mm. one of the recruiters got recruited to a bigger executive search firm. <laughs> and guess what? She poached me and I went with her to start a new division. That's amazing. Firm. Remember, I hate my job. You see where I'm going with it? Yeah, 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 yeah. The big picture, right? Yeah. Ahead yeah. of you. That's what keeps you waking up in the morning, keeping yeah. you anchored, right? That's amazing. Wow. So yeah. let's fast forward a little bit, right? You know, you got the bigger job, you did amazing work there. Um, and then you mentioned something about you and your ex-husband starting a financial literacy company and forgiveness. Are you, are you open to talk more about that? Like what happened? And, you know, tell us about forgiveness, right? Because we hear that term a lot. You know, I forgive them, but sometimes it's hard to forgive somebody for something. You know, like something you're like, oh, I don't know if I should forgive. Although, you know, you hear from the Bible and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, thank you for bringing that up because we're sometimes we're told, right? The Bible tells us to, or our parents when we were kids told us to forgive. But yeah. that's not forgiveness. So I'll even start there. Mm. There has to be willingness. You actually have to be willing. It's a deliberate act. So mm. it's not. So what forgiveness is, it's a deliberate act. Mm -hmm. the conscious decision and it's regardless right you're releasing those negative emotions yeah anger but guess what this is this is the part that stinks it's regardless if they are worthy deserving that's the part people have to get around because it's for you mm. so it's not giving up yeah forgiving is not giving in because mm -hmm. that's a lot of reasons why people don't want to forgive. They think, oh, yeah. well, they're off the hook, right? Or yeah, yeah. I, my my feelings are no longer valid. I'm giving up if I mm. forgive. So it's not, it's forgiving. It's, it, sorry, it's not giving up. It's not mm -hmm. giving in. It's forgiving. And most importantly, that gift is you. Forgiveness is for you, not them. Mm. If you don't take anything else away from this conversation, right? And it's not forgetting either. Right. Okay. So that's yeah. also sort of a, 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 a myth out there as well. Doesn't mean you forgive and let somebody keep hurting you, for example, and repeating yeah. the behavior. Right. But it's releasing the negative emotion and not letting it let it define your life, your future anymore, because you want to be free. So yeah. that's that. It, I didn't, I wasn't so, I wasn't a coach then. I wasn't yeah. as deep in my faith then. But somehow intuitively, I knew 
for what I want to create next, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. in relationship, whether it's in my career, mm-hmm. you're holding on to resentment and anger and bitterness. It yeah. blocks your blessings. It blocks what you're, the, it doesn't make room for the new. Wow. Forgiveness. Repeat that again. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. So if you, if you're holding on to anger, resentment, bitterness, mm-hmm. it blocks your blessings. When you forgive, you, you, you release the old so you can make room for the new. Wow. I actually say that forgiveness is one of the highest forms of personal transformation. Because think about who you are. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this, right? Someone going to listen to this. They'll be like, yeah, that sounds good. But how do I actually do that? Right? Because, you know, certain things happen. Maybe it's personal life or business. You're like, oh, I don't know if I can forgive this person for this because they should have known better. You know, you still have that resentment feeling, that anger. I know it doesn't happen overnight, right? Like, what was that process for you? How long did it take you to go through that and said, you know what, I'm, I'm willing to forgive him for this? So interestingly enough, with my son's father, mm-hmm. it was pretty immediate. Interesting. I was very clear on what I was committed to. And mm-hmm. so this is the, the thing that might really help people. It's when you shift your focus from the circumstances uh, the the wrongdoer, the offense, mm-hmm. you reshift your focus to what deep down inside, what are you committed to? Mm. So for me, it was my son's well-being. Mm. I was committed to my son having a healthy foundation. Yeah. Whatever that looked like, even though we weren't together, he would have a healthy, solid, loving, you know, co-parenting. Yeah. Situation so he could thrive. So that's what I was committed to. When you're clear on your commitment, that shapes your actions. That mm. shapes how they show up in that interaction. Right? I so see. that's what was able to, again, rather than the, the circumstances, you know, pushing you and, and dragging yeah. you down, I was really allowing that, that vision I had for my son mm-hmm. instead. Wow. That is powerful. You just saw the bigger picture and, you know, then it makes sense for you. And um, now I'm curious because you took this to a whole new level. You started like a a journal around this. Tell us about that. (laughs) Oh, yes. So that's a byproduct, actually. So everything started with um, a a group group coaching program that I and uh, that was last December. Mm -hmm. Uh, My as I said, my, my audience is typically mothers, working moms, okay. uh, they typically at least in their thirties, forties and up because they've been through some life by then, whether yeah. it's relationship, breakup, co-parenting, mm-hmm. you, know, that, you know, bosses that did them wrong. They're still holding stuff, you know, mm-hmm. on their parents for 40 years. At that point, you're like, oh, I'm ready for something new. You're in that legacy mode, maybe. So mm-hmm. that's who I was really, um, uh, focusing on originally. Yeah. Uh, doing that virtually, you know, as we're coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, it's called the Conquering Unforgiveness Mastermind. Okay. And then uh, I'm happy to say Forgiveness has now opened doors where I just wrapped up um, a three-part series at Hostos College. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. This weekend, I'm going to wrap up a, a two-part series at NYU. Also Look teaching the parents. That. I love it. 
Thank you. And that was the first time that I had fathers, black fathers. Mm -hmm. I had couples in that mm -hmm. session. That was the largest group. It was 25 people in, a, in an auditorium. I said, how's this going to go? Because typically, based on the type of content, very intimate, thematic yeah. shares, I usually keep it smaller. But yeah. now it's 25 people in a, in a great big auditorium at New York uh, University. And man, we didn't even get through the shares and the, the introductions and the tears are just, wow. you know, flowing. It's powerful. And so I'm, I'm really excited about where it's taking me, mm -hmm. but to see couples in the session where they're both going to have the tools, the language, you know, yeah. that does the atmosphere of a family. Oh, yeah. You, can, you know, cool having, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> about fathers, especially black fathers having a new outlets to resolve healthy conflict. Mm -hmm. They can model that for their black boys. So this is mm -hmm. the, the, the impact is generational and yeah. exponential. That's what I love about this work. And then I said, you know what? With the executive coaching that I'm doing with leaders, yeah. it doesn't matter if I'm coaching uh, leaders in New Zealand, mm -hmm. India, the UK, Italy. I keep hearing these recurring themes, right? Mm -hmm. And it's about, being really, really hard on ourselves as high performing, you know, high achieving leaders. Yeah. We are constantly beating ourselves up. We'll get 99% of the project right. And we're ruminating, ruminating on the that 1%. <laughs> you're laughing. Is that what you say you're in that club? You know? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Or some, they're not even speaking up in a meeting. Because if I'm not 120% right, mm. I'm going to beat myself up if I'm wrong, or I'm just not going to speak up at all. So that was the inspiration. So could we bring self-forgiveness and forgiveness into the workplace? What would she wow. So that's the first installment of my journal, the 90 day conquering unforgiveness journal for high performing, high achievers. That's amazing. Um, what we can everybody get this? What <laughs> oh, sure. So it's on Amazon. Okay. And the whole idea is it's a habit forming forgiveness journal. Huh. So, as we know, 30 days to create a habit, yeah. days to create a lifestyle. So wow. the idea is by doing these prompts every day, it's five minutes, five minutes in the morning, busy, high achievers. Mm -hmm. I get it. So quick in the morning, quick at night before you go to bed, reflections. And um, if you're doing that on a repetitive basis, right down to the most granular, simpler, what can I do regularly? That's yeah. where we see the act and change, right? So uh -huh. that's the premise of the journal. And you can find it on Amazon right now. I love know? it. Guys, check it out. Make sure you grab your journal ASAP, especially now. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Going on now. New year. Yeah. Right. Limited. Yes. And then you want to clear out the old. You're going into this new year. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. This is amazing. Um now let me ask you this, right? You you have this journal, but you're also building like a whole community around this. Am. Thanks about that. Sure. So I say my vision is this. What would the world be like mm. if millions of people are forgiving themselves more easily yeah. and on a regular basis? What would there be more of in this world? Mm -hmm. What would there be less of? So that is my my commitment, my mission to create a conquering unforgiveness movement. Mm. I've already started just with, you know, with the group yeah, session the journal, yeah. and now the journal. 
And the idea is now, because I know when we're hot on it, you know, we get something new, this new practice, right? Whether it's productivity or mindset, whatever it is, new workout, (laughs) we don't have accountability. What happens? It it falls to the wayside after two, three months. (laughs) So I did a little test ground or testing, you know, uh, with another um, group. It was a gratitude group, much smaller. Um, But I just saw the level of impact that took place because I'm a brand, I was a, I'm a brand ambassador for another gratitude journal. Uh And so everyone got the journal and all we did was a Slack group, but all we did was check in every morning with what we were grateful for. That's all we were doing. But then you noticed how people started sharing more and maybe resources. So, you know, a community formed a sisterhood in this case, it was all women. And then we would get on a zoom once a month and and check in. And it was always so amazing to hear the breakthrough, the shifts, right? The healing that was taking place and this beautiful community, deeper connection and relationship. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take that Mm -hmm. and bring that model over to my journal and create a community because I actually don't want to just, you just buy the journal and then you're playing dry. I want you to have that same level of community and support and accountability. So you actually see this thing through because I want to see you have the the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual benefits of forgiveness. Forgiveness is so far reaching, as you can see. Yeah. Whether it's Uh, finances, whether it's in family, relationship, mm. business. Yeah. I want people to really experience that. So that's the premise of the journal of the community buy the journal sign up for my community and it's launching in january uh sign up for my email so you can get the mm-hmm. the launch date but yeah it's going to be exciting there'll be live coaching at least once a month i'll bring in guest speakers and you know but they're always support you know but that idea of just checking in makes a world of difference so that's no the- i agree it's a lot of us don't realize this but that one little piece of accountability allow people to go further you know once they're once they're past that 90 day threshold right they know okay they have that group that they're checking in consistently so now they're gonna go for maybe another 90 day and a six months and now it's impacting their family and their work life so i could see the 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 you know the global impact this can do congratulations that's amazing thank you yeah so my first milestone i've chosen is uh july 7th it's actually global forgiveness day so okay. I'm declaring a thousand people practicing forgiveness by July 7th, 2024. So that's, I love, point. I love that vision. I didn't even know there was a global forgiveness day until now. <laughs> that's why I'm here. I'm spreading this forgiveness word, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. So, all right, to kind of wrap things up, right. We have a lot of business owners that listen to this and you just give us some really good gems when it comes to forgiveness. What is that one small best tips you would share with any business owners to really help them, uh, you know, with their business? Sure. I am recognizing I'm at this point in my journey now, mm-hmm. knowing when it's time to start delegating. Mm. So that would be my biggest tip. You'll notice when it's it's time, like you're you may start be you know dropping the ball or yeah. getting too stretched and. Yeah. You need, you need to start delegating some things off your plate, the, mm-hmm. maybe the administrative stuff. It could be the accounting stuff. Um, even now I have to be scheduling my travel. At some point you yeah. realize I need an EA. 
or maybe I need to outsource my social media um, because you want to have the space to be great to do what you were purposed to do. Like yeah. what I love is going out and doing speaking engagements and facilitating. That's my jam, being on interviews with you. So yeah. Um, yeah. Delegation no is big. <laughs> and automating, right? Systems. I love systems. Yeah. No, this is awesome. So how do people find you, Dion? Like if they're like, yo, I love this. I want to stay in touch with Dion. What, what's the best way for them to find you? Sure. So the best way, IG, at Dion Nichols, right? Okay. D-I-O-N-N-E-N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S. You can also find me on at LinkedIn, same, at uh -huh. Dion Nichols. Facebook, same, at Dion Nichols. Um, you can always check out the, the Conquering Unforgiveness Movement.com. And you can okay. learn about me and, and uh, pick up the journal and sign up for the community. Um, yeah. I, and my website, Live Your Best Life for You. So there's so many ways to find me. Check That's awesome. Guys, check out Dion, grab the forgiveness journal, get in the community, you know, and make an impact for your life in the next year. All right. Thank you again for jumping on. This was amazing. Thank you for the opportunity. So glad <laughs> you fed me that day. <laughs> Absolutely. Later. <laughs> Bye.